Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if i do say so myself i've noticed that and i think our listeners have noticed too because i've been picking up on a bunch of tiktok comments that have been like you're glowing recently so hats off to dime no one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine the work system from dime beauty has everything you need in one powerful package it includes a gentle cleanser a toner two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Dolls huge huge news have you ever wanted to be at a rave with laura and me the answer is i hope yes you're in luck because we are hosting a rave a real life rave in los angeles on august 2nd at el cid on sunset it's a very famous venue and the rave is by real house raves it's a cool company that puts these events on and it's been a vanderpump series of dance party so it's a Vanderpump Rules themed rave yeah which what a mashup we're gonna be hosting it tickets are on sale now so if you missed out on getting to see us at Dynasty Typewriter you can actually come rave with us on August 2nd 10 to 2 a.m. it's gonna be full of we'll be doing some bits some crowd work there's an arsenal of talented DJs that will be 
playing the tunes that will bring us into the, the dark night. So it's a Scandaval theme rave. So come, guys, come it's a no-brainer. Yeah. Scandaval rave, like it's unbelievable. And also I just have to shout out the Sex Unique podcast YouTube. Things are popping off there they right are, now. There's multiple videos that went up this week. We're like caught up to date on the And Just Like That episodes. And yeah, there's just like plenty of video content. People are enjoying their accounts going up, putting on the videos while they go about their day, maybe eating dinner. If you want to watch us live and engage with the podcast in that way, you can do so. Go to Sex Unique Podcast on YouTube. Dolls, angels. Happy and just like that, they did that. Returns. We're back. We're back in the stew, ready to talk our favorite girlies and days and all the above. Our favorite girlies and least favorite they. I know. Um, I also didn't realize how long it's been since we've dropped like a proper episode. A proper? I got so sidetracked by being on tour that I said sorry dolls to literally everyone. We've had a crazy month. Yeah, we had a whirlwind. We had a lot of traveling. It's hard to do things when you're on the road. So we're back. We're stationary. We're back in our home turf. We're ready to go. Back for now. Back for now. And recording like our fucking lives depend on it, which they do. They do. (laughs) Do you want to just get into it? We can get into it because there's a lot lot to to discuss. And I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to Sunksy Unique Podcast. Podcast. They did, they that. did that. Episode five, trick or treat. Tricks or treats. Okay, question off the bat. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. We're just deciding. It literally was just summer. I do. I kind of appreciate the time jumps. Because they're just trying to now catch us up yeah. to present day. Yeah. So I'm just going to assume that there's like things that will just be in one episode and not the other. And we'll just be like, oh, it just fizzled away during that time. And I'm like, okay with that. I'm at a point now where I'm like, if one of them is not with someone anymore, like if Miranda and Che are just not together in the next episode, I'll be like, okay, great. They broke up in like the last six months and we just skip that. I'm good with that. You're accepting of the continuity. Yeah. I vibes. mean, the show is so, un- it's like so out of, it's like so AI at this point that I'm like, I'm fine with it. I'm really weirded out by the fact that they keep recycling people that played one role. Oh, yeah. That is weird. In the, the universe of the show and then having them show up again. George. I'm like, is this intentional is it just a complete lack of oversight is it i think it's intentional but i think it's just like they're not i think they thought it was going to be one i think they thought it was going to like be a sleigh be like an easter egg and instead people are like wait no that's the guy that charlotte talked to it's so weird right isn't that george played the jewish guy she talks to yeah i think so i know that he was in before because i recognized him and i was like oh this guy's back i couldn't place him off the top of my head but i was thrown and this is the second time they've done this and i know they did it once with justin thoreau in the original sex in the city 
But that's Justin Thoreau. That was a 90s doll. He's a chameleon. And also that was like 9-11 era. You could really do things. There were time jumps abound. But this is like, is this just post-COVID television? Maybe it's leading up to that it's the whole series, including Sex and the City, has all been like a dream that Carrie had. That'd be kind of tight. And like, kind of, that'd kind be kind of. enough. Like, she's been in a coma, and this is like her coma dream. Mm-hmm. And she wakes up, and she's like living in like Pattison, New Jersey, or like upstate New York. She wakes up. <laughs> she's in Albany. She wakes up, but she's really just. Um, who is that woman that they kept on life support for ages, and it was like a huge fight about like what to do with her? Terry Schiavo. Yeah. <laughs> she wakes up, and she's Anthony. Anthony, by this the way, it's like a gay, like a gay bad dream. It a gay's bad dream. The gay hell that Anthony endures knows no bounds. Like I'm sorry, it's Halloween and he's at a PTA bash. So it, they go to LTW's having like a big. Well, first they wake up. Who I thought Charlotte was having the big, or was it LTW's I think it's big? Both of them. They wake up at Che's apartment. She or sorry, they are in Hudson Yards. Confirmed. And it's 5 a.m. and the alarm goes off from Miranda's phone. And she's like, shit. And then Che goes, oh, could you just turn your phone off? I only went to bed an hour ago. Why? Well, that's you're in your 40s and you're like rocking till the sunrise. Like you need to grow up and get help. You're fucking crazy if you're 46 years old and you're staying up till 4 a.m. Partying. That's not normal. And then Miranda's like. That's also like really bad for your health and like your sleep I think Che is self-medicating. Che is a, is like a derelict addict predator. Che, so Che's like, where? Why are you up so early? And Miranda's like, I have to go home before I go to class. I have to go home and I have make to go breakfast. Breastfeed my, I have to go breastfeed my incel. My because adult if, incel son. If he doesn't get mommy's milk by he's noon, go he's gonna go AMC. shoot up a Dwayne Reed. And so Che's like, oh man, like can't you just let it slide and like. Do- <laughs> And then Miranda's like, no, because if I don't do it, no, Steve and Brady don't know how to feed themselves. We're like, Steve, by the way, gone again. Gone girl. So Steve's wandering the streets, eating pizza out of garbage cans. And honestly, Miranda, if your son doesn't know how to feed himself and your husband also or ex-husband also doesn't, like, that's kind of on you. Wait, I just need to say this again. Like, I've I've enjoyed the last two episodes more than any episode we're more in sex in the city territory than we've ever been yeah we are and there's some exciting moments that we'll talk about but But we're still also way outside of it i just why it makes me want to cry why have they made miranda such an idiot why have they made her such like a cuck this show she is not that is not who she is i'm i'm sorry i keep talking about it but that is not miranda miranda is not like a fucking pushover i mean she kind of was a little but like She's like a fucking ball-busting, like, sour, cynical, hardened lawyer who's, like, has, like, a deep, soft shell at, at her heart, but has a rocky interior exterior. Where the fuck is that Miranda? Sorry, doll, but maybe she's been a soft-shell crab this entire time. I mean, no, she wasn't. That was her whole... That was the beauty of Miranda, is that she was a soft-shell crab. She just had a very hard exterior. And this... this but she wasn't, like, a fucking... <laughs> imbecile like she's sad. nana 
Oh, she just makes me sad. Someone I think wrote about this or I read it somewhere. So I don't want to take credit for this take, but I feel like I did read this somewhere. But they pointed out that the show is about aging and dying. And now I can't unsee it. And Mm. like, and just like that is just about getting old and having a sucky elderly existence and dying. Literally, like, think about it. Big's dead. Carrie has a new hip. Has a new hip. Hasn't fucked in weeks. Carrie, by the way, her game. We'll get into her, but Miranda's literally like has early stage Alzheimer's. (laughs) (laughs) Steve, also Alzheimer's. Brady, incel. Charlotte, teetering on the ledge at any given moment, but seemingly still keeping it together. Samantha, living, laughing, loving elsewhere. Taking two-minute phone calls and banking. LTW? LTW has no choice but to serve cunt. Seema? Seema also serving Serving cunt cunt. every day of the week. Naya? Naya's bouncing back. She's bouncing back. She's She's bouncing. But she's also... She's also in her 40s. I'm also question mark on Naya, but Naya at least is getting dick, so I'm like, good for her. She's getting fucking dick down. She's no longer going truly needing like four points restraint in the insane asylum naya is on the loose but we'll get to that but, but i like i'm just it is really it's a very anthony in true gay, gay hell. hell like everyone's getting old and i'm like the messaging around getting old is scaring me because i'm like do you literally get into your 50s and become a grandmother and like your life is no longer fun and you're not fulfilled by anything and everything loses meaning. You have to write death seashells. If you're but... a woman. <laughs> no, but I'm like, it, is this what they're trying to say? Like what the, the takeaway here is not escapism. It's not like it's a brutal aging fabulously. It's no, not it's like, like a... 80 for Brady where you still have friends and you go and go to a football game or even like book club where you get dicked down by Andy your kids Garcia. are trying to like lock you up but you somehow escape and then you get like a hot boyfriend but this is like a different like is this real you like, know what you know what this is to me the show is end of empire fall of this is the fall of america like this is no we're in like the twilight of america i think and this is like this is late stage America before late the stage, true coups start. Late stage cap, like the latest stage capitalism, where it's like, why, like, uh, women that have everything they've ever wanted aren't happy. Just um, no, it just it feels like just like the state of our everything right now. It's not even just about women. It's confusing, just like confusing death. It's just confusion, kind of uncanniness, and like bad feeling, taste, having bad taste, bad jokes, and also just, yeah, just being like oh and changing. <laughs> Jay Diaz is the end of Empire. Jay Diaz is like one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. But it is, it is a, there's a darkness to it that's like, it's like a brutal, it's like, it's not escapism. It's, it's not, it's not fun or funny. It's not poignant. I mean, it is poignant, but it's also like not like, even like, I would, I would say Sex in the City at its best was like, still really darkly funny like people the best parts of sex in the city were not when people were like living happily ever after or like winning it no, was like it was when like they were yeah it but like it they still were was like at least you get to like have brunch with your girlies no in sex in the city it was like there was a bittersweetness to it that was like very universal there was a melancholy about the show i think but that's like kind of new york 
I'm confused about this, what this like know. this version of human existence is like. I don't think that this is reflective of like how people in their 50s feel. But if it is, I'm like about to go to Switzerland into a suicide pod because like <laughs> I don't know what to make of it. I need the need our to, older I listeners. I want to be put down like a dog. But like, <laughs> hey, our old fucking our old ass <laughs> listeners. old listeners. Do you feel like this reflects your experience? I don't, I don't think, think it does. does because even think... our older than like 40 plus listeners are thriving, are like having fun and loving life, getting loads and like commenting on the Patreon. I don't think, I don't think it's, I think most people like love being a little older. We're not most people, but a lot of people are like into it. Like, I'm sorry, Carrie, you have no reason to be such a little sad. You're talking to me for a second. (laughs) I'm like, I have to confront you right now. Carrie is okay so they go to they arrive miranda it's halloween she's carving a pumpkin at like 7 a.m i'm like do less this is why your son is an incel you've mummied him too much let him carve a fucking pumpkin let him make some breakfast let him grab a starbucks egg bite yeah just can go. Fucking put money on his starbucks card and call it a day but she and carrie are going to the parent like pta school function halloween party for all the parents that's being held i think at central park in like that lake house okay you know what my thought is is like i follow candace bushnell on instagram and she's still fucking loving life so like also candace bushnell is trolling the show a little i love it i love it she She is she's team darren star through and through and honestly i have to say i am as well she tweeted i just still can't get over her going i I really was craving me some jt i love her going i love jane i'll die on that hill thoughts knowing that it would incite a riot she really is carrie she's fucking cool she's carrie right that was her she yeah, yeah she's the writer of sex in the City. no i know but like she's the was was she more like samantha or carrie carrie wasn't even like carrie sex yeah. in the city was actually really dark like it was actually like a sad book that made me depressed when i read it it felt more like a brett but in a good way like it well in a good and bad way because at the time Hobie. i was i was thinking like Ooh, just my girls in the streets <laughs> and then i read it and it felt way more in tone like a brett easton ellis version of these women's lives like carrie is at one point like crying drunk in like an alley like begging big to stay with it like carrie's a mess and i was like okay i have to circle back to this later i can't handle this right now in this moment of my life but like candace is still fabulous oh she's so glam like i believe that when you in any stage of life you're gonna be frustrated about things luann's getting dick yeah sonia seems happy yeah they're all having fun i know that's a thing too i'm like my real housewives they live dark lives but they're fun vicky's pushing 70 and vicky she's... is literally never not with a dick in her vagina she's always has a boy she always has a man lockdown and she's always drunk as hell yeah she is living her she's life touring with the trace amigas so okay things are fine they're just making it they're they're doing it's something. Sin- it's but let's see. Carrie's Carrie, I actually kind of like this outfit. Her Halloween look. Mm-hmm. Helen Gurley Brown. That was Yeah, like, it was cute. Um, I like when she goes, Have you ever seen me with bows in my hair? And she was like, You wore something like an apron yesterday or something. I like it when they read Carrie. <laughs> read her to filth, Miranda. Um Charlotte, I did as an American stand. I was, I was really happy for you and only you in this moment. It was like a 
the writers of this definitely are like American heads. And I'm like, I see you. I felt them. And I was like, thank you for seeing me and the other like 12 people that are obsessed with the Americans. You needed this. I needed this. And they did look like Elizabeth and Philip. I love that. that. Burgundy. I said, this one's for Carrie O'Donnell. I go. They so they're dressed that. as Elizabeth and Philip Jennings from the Americans, a.k.a. Carrie Russell and Matthew Reese. And I was into it. And they do make a joke. They're like, I literally no one knows who we are. And they're like, well, that's what you get. That was really niche, but I liked it. Um, Anthony's like tearing up the floor as the devil with LTW, who looked fab. Fierce. Bride of Frankenstein. As per usual. And Anthony's tearing, and everyone's like, go gay, go gay. He's the only gay man. And he goes up to this hot. So they said, we need one sexless gay man to come to this PTA thing. And they said, we'll call Anthony. He's always down. I'm like, Anthony, you would be at a gay party. Or hosting like a dinner. Like, over and over. <laughs> and I'm just like, a PTA dance? I feel like Anthony would have like a lot of gay friends. He's a gay clown now. The outlook on women and gays aging on this show is really, like, misogynistic and homophobic. So he goes over and he finds, like, this hot-ass man dressed like like a Roman soldier who's, like, shirtless. I follow him on Instagram. He was he's, a Broadway they star. mutually J.O.'d at the gym before. And then he's like, remember me? I like this. He was like, you might recognize my hand surrounded by steam. That was funny. And then the guy goes, this is my wife. And Anthony's like, classic. Yeah, that seemed, that was funny. And yeah, classic. I like, that was real. All the ladies decide that they need to go hit up a hotel bar and start drinking and trolling for dick. So LTW, or no, Naya, Carrie, and Seema are going to head to this hotel bar. With Seema at Halloween? Yeah. <laughs> she said everyone keeps asking me if I'm Pablo Lakshmi. That was funny. But why, pray tell? And why is Naya Wallace there? Naya Wallace is not, she's friends with Miranda. I'm like, why are... so, this is again the world of the show is like everyone will go to the PTA Halloween. I feel like Nia Wallace, she lives in Brooklyn. Like she would have like a cool group of friends that doesn't like. I just feel like she would be like I Nia Wallace's existence. She has not known a single friend except her estranged husband for her entire and life, her, and, and her she's student. just now. <laughs> Yeah, and her barely even knows her students, but the one person she could cr- connect with, Miranda. And now she's her friends are like, where's Naya? We haven't seen her in weeks. In we haven't seen Naya in years. <laughs> Suddenly she's just hanging out with these white women all the time. So Naya's, Seema's like, yeah, we gotta go get some cock. We have to get some cock. <laughs> we have to go to the hotel bars, which I've um, heard that is the spot to troll for dick. Yeah, I mean, hotel bars are sexy. Mm-hmm. Um, Herb is very upset with LCW that he, she was tearing up the dance floor. And she's like, he's gay. Anthony was is gay. And he goes, yeah, but the press might not see that. Or people posting on social media might see you, the wife of a candidate for controller of the city. And she's like, okay, he's a fucking faggot. <laughs> no one's going to care. And he's like, all right. Also, like who's paparazziing this pta halloween probably a lot apparently in this world in this also world, i'm like i don't care about this plot line no i I'm, thought like now the I'm... comptroller thing was like i didn't when i was excited about that twist where he was gonna run i didn't also think down the line into the future of this now is like gonna be a major plot point and i didn't sign up for that carrie at the end you see them all dancing and she's dancing with a candy apple <laughs> Look, it looks like a I was like, that's a, bold. You're eating, a, you're eating a candy apple on the dance floor? Yeah. How's your jaw not 
Like, your bone density, I don't think, can handle that, Miss Hip. Miss <laughs> Hip is tearing. She is living, laughing, loving on the dance floor with I a giant that. candy apple that looks like a head on a... <laughs> Didn't they also say, like, she's like, I don't know about going to a hotel bar of all places. And they were like, aren't you a sex columnist, you fucking frigid bitch? Yeah. Were you, weren't you a whore in the 90s? <laughs> were you spreading your cooch lips on the she side was! of a bus? Yeah, they she were like... boyfriend every week. You better... Get your asses hotel Get your bar. Get shit together, I'm Carrie. I'm gonna slap you, silly. Remember who you are. You're a you are a fearsome modern woman. Yeah, you're a fucking whore. <laughs> so you better be at the bar tomorrow. So and she Charlotte, goes, I gotta eat an apple first. Charlotte and Harry are watching the Americans, and then all of a sudden, Rock comes running, and she go, and they go, they go. Mom, Dad, I was at the skate park with my friends, and this guy came over to me and gave me his business card and wants me to be a model. And so Harry, of course, is like. Jeffrey Epstein. He's like, you're going to get trafficked. And then they hand over the business card and Charlotte is so excited because it's a Ralph Lauren model model scout, which I I like. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Rock is my favorite. I love Rock's modeling storyline. I see Rock being a supermodel is genius level storytelling. Yeah. I think the haircut suits them. And I'm ready for this rock, but there will only be one true rock, and that's Raquel. Yeah, but rock is like, sh- they're giving like Gen Z it, or like, I don't even know what. Ralph Lauren seems like a very odd coupling, but yeah, you got to start like... somewhere. It's classic and a great foundation on which to build. They're going and... to be an it person. Yeah. And so Charlotte's, of course, goes right into momager mode, which I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah, this is the what we want to see. Charlotte's the only one happy. Maybe that's why her attitude is so jarring all the time because she is so happy and everyone else is Miz. Where's Lily? Lily's, I don't know. She's <laughs> applying for health insurance because she's 27 years old and all her parents dole. Um, so we're Lily's at the hotel playing, bar. She's busking. Yeah. <laughs> in Times Square. She's in Union Square. <laughs> playing her keyboard. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. 
Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who with siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members and it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking you digital frames are bleak, but I'm telling you this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, so you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an Aura frame, and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology like barely even understands how to facetime and i said just let me just let me and i set it all up for her i plugged it in i fired up the app i preloaded pictures on it and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps she thinks everyone's spying on her stealing her data and the fact that i was able to break through and she literally loves this frame like loaded it up with pictures of her cat i was like we did it joe Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. 
Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. So they're at the hotel bar, Seema and Naya, and Carrie's in the middle of the bar looking with her coat on. I'm like, take your coat off. She's acting as though... Grandmama? She's a, she's a true still Alice in this moment. She is grandmama. <laughs> she's grandmother. She's going, well, I never. Well, I never. It's like, you are literally, we're on a, I just, you were in a slip dress on the bus looking amazing and like hot. Is this what happens is you go from sex whore to snore? That's a good episode of title for the original mm-hmm. from whore to snore. Um, so Seema starts chatting up some gin ambassador and then Naya also <laughs> gets hit on. Naya's always getting hit on by the hottest dude. The hottest guy in like and the finally, city yeah, comes every over. time that Naya is anywhere, the hottest man in the room I mean, flocks she's to her and is like, what are you doing? Can I fuck you right now? And she's like, yeah, literally this man is like, it was like looking at the sun. Yeah. So he comes over, they fuck, and then Carrie's like, well, time to play Wordle. <laughs> I was like, okay. Good God, Good woman. my God. Get your shit together. Be a together. supportive friend. Can you be a wing woman for one hot second? So then um, Seema goes home with her man who has erectile dysfunction, which is like whatever. But instead of taking Viagra, Viagra. he uses a penis femme. That was very Samantha. It, it, they're basically like, you are Miss Jones now. You hear. <laughs> is that real? Yeah. Have you pumped? No. Have you fucked a pump? Have I fucked, fucked a... like someone who's no? Pumped? I've I mean I've I've are gays penis pumping? Probably yeah. They're like gays put like um some gays put like weird not weird. They're it's like a, like a gel. Sa- saline or something in their dick to make it really big and like th- like they comically large. Di- it's like a thing. Like an injection. Yeah. It's like a <laughs> no. It's like a fetish before sex. No, it's just to have all the time to have a coke can dick. It, it looks almost like a com- like a Tom of Finland, like insane. Bold? I gotta look this up. Someone. I've never seen this before, and I thought I'd seen it all. Mm-hmm. What do you say? Saline dick? Saline dick. Just look. I'm gonna look. Okay. Not misinformation king. Google's trying to say it's explicit. I'm like, bitch, I know. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. No. Carrie. Right? <laughs> it's real. I mean, I've seen women do this to their pussies, but I've never seen. What? Really? Yeah. They, they want their pussies to be big? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What? Let me see. No. It was like a saline dick gone wrong. It's like a thing. I think there's like a community of guys that like. People love puffy genitals at times. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, so. Tima's he... like, whatever, I gotta take what I can get in this economy, and I'll fuck this penis pump, dude. Whoa. Did you see what I'm... Some of these I'm like, it's... No. Let me see. It's a saline balls. That seems dangerous. Yeah. Some of these men are playing I with mean, fire. So it goes. Pay to, pay to play. <laughs> <laughs> so Seema's like, wow, this is an interesting moment I'm gonna have. This so... also is like, when you get old, do you just have to have, like bad sex forever yeah as a woman they're basically like once you hit 50 every guy will not be able to make you come that's the moral and now that i've watched the roni new roni with jenna lyons she kind of basically says the same thing where she's like the great thing about being a lesbian is like everyone gets off yeah they know how to work it she's cracked the code (laughs) 
What if you date Jenna Lyons? I was like, I would. She's so cool. She's really cool. Um, so the next morning, Seema's like, hey, Car- Carrie's walking through Chelsea, and Seema calls, and she's like, hey, girl, I just got fucked. <laughs> and Carrie's like, what? And then she tells her about the penis pump, and Carrie's so shocked, wearing like a... She's wearing like booties. She's like a little Victorian princess. She goes, she stops right in the middle of the road. She goes, what? And then a guy, she stops in the bike lane, a big no-no in New York, and she crashes into this guy who's just like kind of hot daddy who's really tall he's really sexy and he's like don't stand on the fucking bike lane and carrie's like oh i just heard some news that really shook me to the core i'm so sorry and then it's like he's this guy that was in an episode in like the original series that where he's like kind of hitting on charlotte and then i guess borlet borlet and then he is like, I broke my wrist. And then Carrie's like, Oh God, I'll take you to an ER. Where's the first city meta there is West City MD or whatever? And then He should have sued her ass. He's so rich. He well, yeah, he out I forget. So she goes, We gotta go to the City MD over there. I saw the Olsen twins walk in there once, which is so funny because I can't imagine them doing anything. Carrie Let's does go on by. Her little tap dance of Ooh. Ooh <laughs> so I'll take you over there. Oh, I don't know. Ooh. Come on. And are you so they go, sue me, sir, Daddy. Are you gonna sue me? They go to the urgent care, and she picks up on a few cues that leads her to believe that he's poor and, and gay. A, a poor gay. And she goes, "Oh, this is so sad. This poor gay that I injured." Well, first he's like, "She, he's, she's doing. He, she's filling out his intake form because he can't write." And then she's like, "Emergency contact." He goes, "Oh yeah, my partner Bill." And then she goes. And then she says something that I'm like, no one has ever said this. And she goes, oh, a partner. I see. <laughs> and he goes, no, not like that. He's my business partner. He's like my best friend. I've never been married. And, and I then like, I was like. <sighs> <sighs> so then Carrie's like, mm. and then he, his car gets declined. And she goes, oh, she goes, Ooh, this sad poor. I got to take him some soups. I'm like, Carrie, you have a hundred million dollars. You don't need anyone. Like, shut up. So then he breaks his wrist and Carrie's like, God, sir, let me make it up to you. Daddy, what can I do? Should I sing my song and dance? Should I take you out for lemonade? And he's just like. (laughs) She also, his partner is calling him and he's like, fuck, the fucking deck. The deck is due. We have to print it out. Partner's hot too. I'm like, I'd fuck both. I was more into. I like both of them. But they're like struggling to print out a deck, which I was like, no one prints don't you just email things? And he goes, who are you with? Who's that bitch you're with? And then Carrie's like, oh, no. I don't want to be in the crosshairs. I'm not the Yoko Ono of this app team. So they're like an app web team, and they've developed apps. So and, he's Yeah, so Carrie thinks this like poor biker man is just like down and out because his credit card gets declined. She's like, God, I've gone and broken this like struggling businessman, Willie Loman, death of a salesman's wrist, and I've got to go take him some soups and offer to type his deck out for him because his poor little wrist is broken. He's going to be on the streets in no time. But then she goes to his place, and it's literally like the size of Grand Central Station. Yeah, goes, he has like more money than she does. It's this insane loft. And she goes, oh, is this some sort of office or art emporium? And he goes, no, this is where I live. And she goes, Really? Oh, my God. I've never seen a place like this. It's like a train station. 
She's Liza Minnelli. She is Liza. So he's like, yeah, I'm like really rich. I've sold like 18 apps and my business partner and I are like multi-billionaires. And, and she's she was like, like, now that's something no, I'd like to hear. Now Ms. Bratch has a little <laughs> wet all of a sudden. Ms. 90s is back. So she is like all excited. She's like, I thought I'd bring you soups. And he's like, but he's also like annoying and kind of nagging her a lot. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, get it together, up. bitch. I'm like, this is a nice. He's like, oh, you brought me soups because you can't. He's like, I know how to take care of myself. I'm like, there's a reason. Me. There's a reason why you're not married. Yeah. There's a reason Old why you ass. fell off your stupid little bike. Be nice to this woman. She's bringing you soups. Bitch. She brought you soups from Zabar. So she's like, let me type your little report. And so they start. She takes out a typewriter. <laughs> and then his. And then he's like, one thing leads to another. And before you know it, they're sucking face. He like immediately wraps his, one of his. He, I was like, this is crazy. Is this how the shit works? Yeah, he just he just grabs a wrist and he goes, mm, tiny wrists. And she goes, ooh, I know. And they make out. That is a sexy thing. If a man told me I had tiny wrists, I'd suck him off right then and there. <laughs> Carrie goes, she takes her little her little fastener, <laughs> fastener off and goes. She pulls her little veil back. <laughs> he goes, Oh, she takes a little her she teapot. She fucking chokes on his dong. <laughs> and then as she's choking on it, she's going typing. <laughs> she's going. <laughs> so meanwhile, we head on over and Che and his partner comes in. And then he's like, don't mind me, my God. <laughs> he goes, let me get in on this action. He goes, yeah, let me. <laughs> so he, he's. <laughs> Carrie's like, I literally got Eiffel Towered by two men today. That'd be How's great. That? I'd love that. How's that for the whore you used to know in the 90s? She says and pulls it on her shirt and goes, mm, <laughs> Seema. And Seema goes, Shima, I love it, girl. Seema just goes, turned on me. I got a vibrate. Sheena. Seema's like, let's Seema should like, change her name to Sheena. Oh my god, what if they did like a low temper? What if they were like November? This November is called Horvember, and we're all gonna. <laughs> uh, they need to. So I have a competition who can get the most dick. They should. That'd be great. So then we cut on over to. So yeah, the guy's like, he's like, get the fuck out of here, you whore! You're gonna ruin our entire lives. We have the deck. And Carrie's like, and she's like, okay, <laughs> yes, sir. She puts her- her little beret back on and she d- dabs her lips and then she, she scurries on out of there she takes out her top <laughs> back out and of her powder and goes hold on sir and then she goes gotta get to 42nd street and then goes does anyone know the way to grand Street? <laughs> she puts some gotta put some rouge on first it's a nighttime in new york city do you have a water closet pray tell i gotta rouge these lips <laughs> she goes Okay, see you later. <laughs> I gotta take this. I take she a Charles, Grand Central she back Charles to Toledo, Ohio. <laughs> so then <laughs> we cut on over to. She goes. She goes, I'll take my tiny wrists and go. She literally says that. I love that. So then we cut on over to Che and Miranda at some swanky Indian restaurant. And Che is like, uh, my pilot's getting focus group tomorrow. And Miranda, who's an attorney, 
an attorney goes, <laughs> what's a focus group? But first Miranda's like, it's <laughs> spicy. It's too spicy for me. And like, and then Che's like, they're like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, it woke me up. She's, Miranda's being broken down slowly by Che. Che's like, Che's it? They're sleep depriving. Abusive. They are. Sorry, I'm saying it. They they're are. A, they're they're a narcissistic havoc. partner and they're toxic. Miranda's also, I'm like. No boundaries. Everything is on their time, Che time. And Miranda is a 60 plus woman and mother this of an elder abuse. A accomplished Harvard graduate lawyer. Columbia and Harvard Law. Like, I'm sorry. Let the woman sleep and don't stop having little like. Oh, yeah. Che's has. There's this one part where Che's having a. A drug party at like 4 a.m. No, Che's invited a bunch of her gamer friends over and they're up all night gaming and doing drugs and partying. And they come into the room. First of all, Miranda hit the table when she first woke up and Che was like, fuck you. Get out of my fucking room. You bitch. You fucking bitch. What and are then, you doing up this early in the morning, bitch? And then Che, Che, they walk right into the dresser too. And I'm like, they, oh. They go like, boo, 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 boo. Sorry, doll. <laughs> so, Che, they're out to dinner, and Che's like, sorry, you're sleep-deprived, but I got a focus group tomorrow. And then Miranda's like, what's a focus group? And they're like, it's a place, it's a thing where they round up a bunch of randos from Times Square and have them watch my pilot and tell me if it's bad or not. I was like, spoiler alert, it's going to be it's horrible. Gonna be and Miranda's like, God, golly, Che, you just amaze me every day. And then Che's like, why don't you wipe she goes, wipe that curry off your lips? You're gonna eat my pussy later. <laughs> I can't have curry lingus. I was like, this relationship is oh, my it's... hell. I was like, is this what it's like? This is this is what they're saying it's like when if you're a late in life les. Wipe... Looking... <laughs> they go, wipe that spice off your lips. Hey. Hey, Nana. <laughs> wipe that fucking spice off your dirty little mouth. You gotta eat my you gotta box eat my later. eat me out later. <laughs> And Miranda goes, oh, sorry, Che. So then we head on over to the modeling shoot for Rock's Ralph Lauren moment. And it's very like, you call her Mock? Mock is, <laughs> Mock Goldblatt is jumping up on a trampoline, very like. On a green screen. Cute. Char wholesome. walks Rock into the room and then Char's like. I love Ralph Lauren as a teen model myself. It was always the model I, the brand I modeled for when I was a teen model. And the person's like, get the fuck out of my face. She's like, shut up. Old shut lady. up, you old. Rock, Wait, by the way, there's me. also a moment earlier where Carrie and Miranda, oh, Naya offers Miranda a room in her place. And they're in, so Carrie and Miranda are like, thrifting for like a yard sale bed and Miranda goes it's kind of a small room so I have to do a single bed I'm like oh my god they're looking for a single is Steve gonna just sue her for all she's fucking worth doesn't she have a prenup she have a retirement account what's going on she hasn't worked since 2012 did she make some good investments and did she retire she retired early I mean, she's not 60. I'm unclear. I need, like, to know the investment portfolio. I'm like, why is this woman, like... Maybe she owned her own firm for a period in the interim. We didn't know. And then COVID came and she was like, gotta close Decimated her fucking savings. I have no idea what's going on. But her searching... Miranda's broke. Miranda is broke. And she's having to look for, like, a twin bed. 
A trundle bed. She's buying like a used mattress. It was like, this is a 911 carry. The carry's like, Carrie's oh, like, Miranda. girl, not my problem. So she's like, I have literally 200 mil in the bank. I'm good. I don't like that. And bed. I'm wearing a teapot on my head right mm-hmm. now. So then Harry comes in wearing the disguise again to like make sure no one's like sex trafficking rock. And it's like weird. And Charlotte's like, get out of here, you freak. I did like when he was like, are there going to be like perverts around, like sick sex stuff? And the guy, the man at the photo shoot was like, this is a family shoot. Yeah, that was funny. Yeah. But I was also like, this is not real and it's weird. So the focus group happens and everyone is loves Tony Danza and and Che Che and their team are watching behind the glass and no one is a fan of Che. One non-binary viewer goes in on Che and then like a waterfall, everyone else chimes in. They're like, we fucking hate Che Diaz. They suck ass. They must be stopped. The non-binary person says that this is a Che is a detriment to the community, basically. Which they're not wrong. And Che, it's the first time Che's ever had a bad review in in their life as they're in their career as a comedian. I love like this moment where... People are trying to get like meta about all the Che Diaz backlash. Yeah. But it's also like, this is true. They were the worst and continue to be the worst. And they truly, we must stop at nothing. So back at home, Che is self-medicating. And and Che's pilot, is it totally canceled? I think it's like. I think it's going to work out for Che. It's my gut feeling. But Che is like having a, a dark night of the soul. And Miranda's busy making food (laughs) (laughs) trying to be really good for che i'm your good girl and then miranda goes che beats miranda behind the scenes (laughs) miranda goes she goes fuck the studios they can eat shit and die and then miranda goes che goes stop saying stop saying everyone should eat shit it's unbecoming che is just like drowning their sorrows in cannabis but also everything um, miranda's trying to be supportive and che's like the pilot's probably not happening. How am I going to afford this apartment? I was like, this is a huge red flag that someone would go all in and overspend money on apartment rent in Hudson Yards when they haven't even had their like pilot deal get made. I was like, M- smart Miranda Hobbs, attorney at law, would have recognized those like financial red flags because I was like, this is truly the next step is Chase going to be like, move in with me, baby, pay my rent. I think Miranda's going to like walk into like ABC in New York and just blow up the lobby <laughs> with herself. Miranda's going to debt the vest. She's going to detonate the vest. She's so mad. And then Miranda goes, I don't know, baby. Why don't you make another show? And then Che's like, shut the fuck up. She's like, I'm fucking 46. This is my last chance. They're like, it took me 46 years to figure out who the fuck I was. And now look at me, washed up in a, a nice apartment, a $2 million apartment in Hudson Yards with some bitch of a partner. Did Chase spend all their money? I think they did. And then Miranda's like, oh, honey, I didn't mean to make you mad. Can I hold you? And then Che goes, get out of here. She go, They go, I, I need, need a fucking break. I need a fucking break from you. I'm like, Miranda, this person is love and light to them. Let them do their thing. But like, they are not someone that... It's there's no room for two people in Che's world. It's Che's world or bust. They've tried and, to rope you into like a threesome against your will. No, just every it's like they're this You've gone I'm, to I'm LA. Being, yeah. This person clearly is like it's either my way or the highway. Which there are some people that it's just how they are, you can't change them. And it's like 
that's fine for them. But like, this clearly is not who you are. So why don't you go like date some other non-binary person or lesbian that's like more willing to integrate you into their life and live and more live. and more willing to integrate <laughs> themselves into your life. Why doesn't Che become a step parent figure? Like, why doesn't Che get to know Brady? Because Che doesn't care. Do that's you think? I think line. that's where che it's going. Doesn't now. care. But why would they spend so much time like making us try to care about this person and then be like they suck? I think they're trying to make them into like a character on the show that's like an iconic person that someone had a relationship with but it just isn't hitting because the character of che diaz is so awful and was like served as like not awful at the front it's just weird but i do think that they're gonna break up eventually but like big and aiden like we never got them like alone we always saw them through carrie like we didn't have any moments of like aiden at work I sincerely pray that we don't follow Che Diaz after they and Miranda start stop munching each other's boxes. I hope that we it has have nothing. like a conscious uncoupling from Che and they go on to bigger and better things, but we're looped out of their life journey. So they basically are like, get the hell out of my house for a week. I need yeah. to be alone and smoke weed and like play games with my weird friends. And then Miranda... Like Legends of Zelda on my Nintendo Switch. And Miranda's like, oh, okay. I'll go live on a mattress on the floor. Do you think, though, that Che... Or no, 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 sorry. <laughs> Just can't get me enough of that Che Diaz. Do you think that Miranda is going to end up getting with Nia Wallace because now they live together? Do you think that's where this is going? Or do you think Miranda's Naya and Miranda are just going to be two single ladies out on the fucking I think they're town? just friends. I don't think... I think that would be like... God, everyone's... Everyone's queer. But that seemed like where it was going to go at first. I don't... I think they're just friends. Okay. I think they're just like... I think it'll be good for them to live together. Yeah, I think they'll be like a... It'll be good for Miranda to live in a closet. Yeah. She's she's going to be literally like Harry Potter in under the under the stairs. But it's like, I'm just... Che is just such a repellent, like, toxic narcissist. There's nothing I love more than watching Che Diaz get taken down. And I don't... They go, this call was coming from inside the house by my own queer community. And it's like... I was like, like, well, you should take note of that because you alienated them. (laughs) Not even your own queer allies want anything to do with you. Miranda should date that person, that cool... Honestly, cool person from she should. They had their they shit had together. A, yeah, and they were actually funny. And they said, how could Che afford this nice apartment in Bushwick in the show? And I was like, true. And then Carrie at the end realizes George is just... She goes, George, I think you're cool, but you're already married to your business partner. Yeah, because his business... I'm also like, why is he taking the call all the time? He's like in a codependent relationship with his brother. So then Carrie's yeah, like... Yeah, Carrie's about to get her fuck on with old broken wrist and then his partner calls him again and just starts like prattling away on FaceTime and then suddenly wrist has to go work on the fucking deck. And Carrie's like, this isn't going to work. Their deck drama is like, don't you guys have an assistant? Carrie goes, I don't know what a deck is. (laughs) I don't know what a deck is. Is that a radio show? (laughs) Back in my day, there was only one deck, the poop deck of the Titanic. And if you... (laughs) Carrie's Bonville. She is. Back in my deck, I had to perform on eight decks. All the poop decks of the Queen Mary and 
She was vaudeville. The Queen Mary's virgin trip. Her mom and her were two, a famous vaudeville act in the New York Harbor. They were. And Carrie goes, I only got one pence for that performance, but I'm going to shake my tail feather over to downtown and see if I can get struck on the Two shillings for me. So, so next week, we'll see where well, it could be very well the next year. It could be New Year's I Eve. I wanted them to flash forward to like 2028. 20, yeah. What else happened in this episode? Oh, Seema's penis pump guy balked when she decided to use a vibrator in the bedroom. He's mad that she wants to get herself off. He said that's not cool. Sorry, pump. Are penis pumps like a real thing that people use? Yeah. Cock rings, penis pumps. Well, yeah, obviously a cock ring. Well, I'm just saying, like, they're they're sort of a thing. Okay. Well, let us know what you think. <laughs> let us know if you've ever used a penis pump. Yeah. Are you using penis pumps? Do you hear people using them? Physically like, as, hear like, them? Just like, as, I'm talking hear? about just <laughs> as a regular regular yeah. sex move to get no judgment to get wondering. jacked up and ready to fuck like that's what i was wondering because i was like is there a reason this man doesn't take viagra and pumps instead and are people pumping outside of just like a kink pump let us know let us know next week we'll be we're recording tomorrow. We're, we're, yeah, we're going to get another episode right away. So but we just had to catch up, say hi, check in, get this one done and in the can, and then we're back at it tomorrow. So hang tight. And love and light. Bye. Sexy Unique Podcast is created and hosted by me, Lara Marie Shane Halls. This episode was co-hosted by the one and only Carrie O'Donnell. This episode was edited by Ness Smith-Savadoff. If you like what you heard today, please be sure to subscribe to Sexy Unique Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're craving more sup and just can't get enough and want access to things like bonus episodes, tons of premium content, as well as ad-free episodes of the pod, consider supporting the podcast on Patreon. You can find out more at patreon.com slash sexy unique podcast. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com.